Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, well, we, we're just starting. We've been here for an hour. We're set up. The podcast, we're moving and we're in the new studio. Backchat 2.0, Dan Cons, Will Schofield. Hi, Dan. Hey, Will. Um, this is the third time that we've started this episode. Yeah, the first time uh, my headphones stuffed up. The second time it started raining really heavily. And, and <laughs> so heavy. HB Go, my little digital marketing agency, uh, look, it's a great new move. It's close to all our houses, mm. but it has a tin roof. Yeah. And so the rain sounded like it was raining in this room. Mm. And so anytime anyone wasn't speaking... That's what it sounded like. I want to know, um, have you ever seen the rain coming down on a sunny day? Do you actually have a question or you just (laughs) want to put that in there? No, it's just a credence quote. Okay, great. Yeah, I know what it is. (laughs) Thank you for sliding in. Now, um, exciting times. A few few good things happened over the week. We gave away a prelim ticket. Very exciting. Via socials. That was for uh, our Patreon listeners. Mm. So if you're not yet a patron... Um, you can sign up on the website, www.backchatpodcast.com.au, and you can click contribute. And basically what we did, it was a last-minute call, but this is the sort of stuff we do for our patrons. Mm. We just gave it away. Anyone on um, Patreon, we ran uh, a random raffle and yep. gave a prelim ticket away, which yep. uh, it would have been worth. It was a Cat 1 ticket. It would have been worth three, $400. Oh, the seats, they posted a picture. We, we put it on our socials. Yeah. Looked amazing. There's there's close to seventy patrons now, and we very much appreciate every one of you. Um, they had a one in seventy chance of winning a prelim ticket. That's pretty maybe good. It's, maybe we'll do it with a grand final ticket with this week. I don't know. Do we have a grand final ticket? We actually do, but oh no, we don't. Because I'll be taking it. Oh no, we have one. What? I just haven't told you yet. <laughs> oh come on now. So maybe maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I can, look, I can't say yes or no. Sure. But but we gave a prelim ticket away last week. Mm. So if you do want to be involved in that, get on the Patreon. With um, by the time people listen to this, yep. I will either be rejoicing in my oh. seat with um some grand final tickets, or I'll be planning out a pub crawl for the day, going around and oh. drinking and watching the grand sorrows. Final. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So you've got uh, there's general admin tickets. There's ten thousand two hundred and fifty, which is correct. a strange, strange number. Yeah, really weird number. Um, and so I've got, you know, my high, my hopes very high that I'm going to get one. How are you going to go about it? Because like. Mm. 
it's um you know it's a free for all. It's not like first in best rate. Like it's a free for all. Like they, they it literally opens and it could be anyone. Yep. You Jump think you're in gonna get one. I'm gonna get four. How? Go on the website. I don't. You're playing too much by the rules. You need you need a back door somewhere, mate, because it, it, things don't just come to you because you're a good bloke or you're a nice person. You play by the rules. It's not how it usually works. I just got to do what I can. So, anyways, I'll put something up on socials. Either me very happy or I'll I'll be sad. That'd be good if you're listening. Uh, do you think Dan is going to get a ticket? I don't, but Dan thinks he is. He's sitting very chuffed here. Yeah, I'm very confident. New studios here at Back Chat. You're gonna go for four. Good luck. All the best. Thank you. I do have a grand final ticket though. Do you? Yeah, I got a couple. How did that come about? I've just got them, mate. Okay. Oh, see, back, yeah, see, this is okay, the difference between no, you and I. Hang on, let's, let's backtrack a bit. For the last 19 weeks, I've been talking to you about you hitting, like you hooking me up with a grand final ticket. Yep. Every time you say, oh, I can't get grand final tickets. I'm like every other pleb now, you yep. know? Yep. And now here he comes with the goods. Yeah, sorry. I was flaunting a- him in front of me like a. Well, yeah, like I, did, I just didn't want to make. Flaunter. I didn't want to feel you make, you know, inferior to, to myself. But of course I was going to get grandpa tickets. I played almost 200 games of AFL, <laughs> mate. <laughs> almost. Um, yeah, very good. Now, uh, exciting news as well. Prelim ticket given away, but even more exciting news. for Since we've been running this uh, podcast, effectively, we've had a bit of help from our friends. And that friend is Charlie. And mm. he's been microphoneless. Yeah, he's been silenced. Yeah. Well, we've got him a microphone. Hi, Charlie. Hey, Will. Hey, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you all know, <laughs> we did a, uh, we did, we, like we said, this is our third time around to start this one. And I threw to Charlie first up, and he was a dead set, stunned mullet, no emotion, awkward. <laughs> so well done, mate. I congratulate you. That Thank was you. a lot better. Yeah, yeah, no, I really brought it this time. Now, yeah. okay, think, talking about bringing things, um, look, oh. at, 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 at times, I think, what are we doing here? Back chat. We're just, you know, we're just a couple of mates sitting around talking shit. But, at some times as well, I think we have made it. We have genuinely made it as one, as a podcast, but mm. a true icon of Western Australian sporting journalism. Yes. Now, Charlie, your first interaction on a microphone, you brought us something t- this evening that I'm very excited about. Oh, absolutely. What, what, is, what am I talking about? Sky, did you know we're in the presence of greatness? But yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I've yeah. Won, a, I won a grand final. Yeah, um, yeah almost Not won a knob Smith. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about me. You're talking about me. We also have at the table one of the brightest. This is a quote. Some of one of the brightest minds in local sports media, Dan (laughs) Const. I didn't write that. Please continue. He did not write that. So this is for a a sports and media panel being organised by journalism at Curtin University. What are you doing there? Who me? Yes, you attending and sitting on the panel and sharing some gems of wisdom. What are you going to share? What type? What type? Does it have titles like Dan Const? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I you shit what. kicker. So there's four people on the panel. <laughs> Only one person has three titles. It's Dan Const. <laughs> What's his title? So he's he's got host of Back Chat is one of them. Wow, carrier that, of wow. Back Chat. <laughs> ABC radio producer. Oh, yep. And Fancy. former 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 Wildcats media. Nothing mm. worse than former. Don't yeah. <laughs> former AFL player. I left yeah, on my own accord though. That's the difference. <laughs> Time to go. Uh, well done, mate. Congratulations. Yeah. You've truly made it. You're on a sports media podcast. Thanks for bringing that to the table, Charlie. Um, no worries. Yeah, now we'll turn your microphone down. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, no, I'll do us proud. Make congratulations. Sure that, um, people all across Western Australia will want to start making podcasts after uh, this 6th of October when I sit on this panel. Jeez, that's drawing such a long bow. Sports <laughs> media panel. <laughs> um, now, like we said, gave away the prelim ticket. Our winner was Clint. Congratulations, Clint. Um, 
70 members on um, Patreon now. I reckon we can get to 100 by the GF. That's a big ask. That's nine days away. Yeah. I think we can get 100 patrons before the grand final. I mean, the way I look at it, right, I understand um, – we haven't sold out, but I understand some people might think, oh, well, what are you charging for? Like, you can, we can still listen to it for free. Well, you can. If, if this podcast is the entertainment worth a coffee a month to you, that's what it is. It's $5 a month to become a patron, and you might be in a chance to win a grand final ticket if I you know, feel a little bit uh, compassionate. That's yeah. not the word I'm looking for. No, that's fine. Um, I also think that what, I'm, what I'd like, what I've been talking to you about for the last few weeks, but we haven't broached this on the on the podcast, I'd like to get some listener interaction on the phone. Yeah. And oh, I'm in for that. For yeah. Sure. So obviously we're not a live show, so it's not like talk back radio. We can just call us at any time and, you know, we pick up and we, we put on, but I was thinking maybe for the patrons, you call us, you, you send us an email, right? You send it. We read it. We read it, but put your mobile number on and we'll call you up and we'll, you know what? Instead of us reading it, we'll chat about it. You write it. We'll, we'll talk it. We'll call it. You talk it. Very good. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we can do that in the new studio. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Oh, that's very exciting. All right, if you're interested in that, sign up. I'm, I'm very interested in that. I'd love to take Talkback. Yeah, let's do we it. We run a Talkback podcast. Yeah. Okay, so you put your mobile number on and we'll give you a call. Yeah, tell us. And we record, you know, on Wednesday evenings. Yep. So if that time works for you, put it in there and we'll, we'll, we'll call and have a chat. That's right. Uh, right now, as we speak, the West Coast Eagles best and fairest is going on. Um Got to be honest, it's going to be an absolute runaway victory to Nick Nanui. He's going to win his second John Worsfold medal, and he's going to absolutely rope it in. There you go. Does that excite you? Not Do you really. have an opinion on that? Uh, no. Nah. I checked the leaderboard after seven rounds. Of the top ten players, seven of them are midfielders. Mm. Well, that's like every other award in the That NFL. is exactly right. It is an absolute joke. Not only West Coast, this happens across the competition. We've got the Brownlow medal coming up this weekend. It's an absolute joke that best and fairest, most valuable player, all this, all these awards don't go to key position players or role players. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. Like They don't give out coaches' awards or most improved anymore. Yep. But I feel like they just reserve those sort of things for key position players and everything else for the mids. And it does my head in. It used to do my head in all the time at West Coast, best and fairest. The way they vote, midfield win all the time. Yeah, right. Like, all the time. Well, it's because they get the ball the most, and so they're in the eye of the people probably. Yeah, well, if they, if, they had, if they had the centre bounce in the back line to start the um, each yeah, quarter, yeah. the backs would probably get it the most as well. Mm. I just think a lot, of, lot more love's going to be given to the backs and forwards. So Dom Sheed was actually leading after seven rounds. I'm sure by the time you listen to this, you know who the uh, winner is, and it'll be probably Nick Nananui. There you go. So you've heard it here first. Even though <laughs> you've, you've read, it this, you've read it, yeah. it this morning and now yeah. you're listening to it. Um, now, uh, NFL started on the um, on the weekend. Yeah, who's your team? Min- I, we, we've never really talked, you and I, about NFL. Um, Minnesota Vikings, my team. Ah. Uh, big Vikings fan. Who do you go for? Uh, I, no, I don't, I don't really have a team. There was a period of time. Charlie, who do you go for? I don't really have a team oh. either. Wow. Hang on, NFL I was going to say, okay. I, 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 I liked Tony Romo. For the longest time, and Cowboys. I like Dak Prescott, Cowboys. So, and yeah. I and I like the Dallas Mavericks. So, I feel like a lot of the Dallas media I follow also talk about the uh, the Cowboys. So, yeah, sure, let's go the let's go Dallas. You know Cowboys. what I, I feel like? I feel like you could have said you go for the Dallas Cowboys, and then that would have been like, oh, good, you're a Dallas fan. Yeah, but I wanted to prove to you I knew like more than just you know. Charlie, do you have someone? 
I don't. Nothing. I've, I've no idea about NFL. Honestly. Do you, do you basketball? Yeah, but it's cliche. Who's your basketball team? Bulls. <laughs> Why is that cliche? Just because ever like because everyone back everyone right, right, got right. on Michael Jordan in the nineties. You even alive then? No. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I just want to bring that up because I actually thought you were both NFL fans, but I get up on. Um, oh, I love watching it, but I'm just I'm not invested in the players like I am in say basketball. I could be F1. more invested uh, in NFL than I am AFL. I love NFL. Mm. You did just say F1. Mm. Did you oh. say that on the weekend? I was standing on my couch, jumping up and down for about Where? an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, I was up and about. I absolutely, I've just I've 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 ridden with Daniel for the last three years and. To see him win, it was awesome. I was, uh, I was so stoked. I've watched every race this weekend. Uh, sorry, this year. Mm. Every race from start to finish. Yep. Uh, yeah, same. Yep. Wife falls asleep. Kids, doesn't even matter. I just watched from start to finish. Yep. I s- watched it from the start. Saw Daniel uh, start well. Yep. Then I woke up to him doing a shoey. Uh, I missed the whole race. You know what? It's the best race I've seen. I've been following F1 for probably <laughs> three and a half seasons. This and honestly, good. it was the best race I've ever seen. <laughs> it was, there was so much in it. Oh, that's. Sorry. I'm sorry to tell you that. Well, yeah. So one of the one of the riders, if you, uh, one of the drivers, if you're not an F1 fan, uh, Lewis Hamilton um, would have died without a safety um, measure. Halo. They called it the halo. Mm. So it's a, it's a, it's a, exactly what it sounds like. It's a ring above the driver's head that's made out of, I'm assuming gold or something. It's very. It's not like um, fiber. Um, you know what do they call? What do they make the cars carbon, out of? Carbon, carbon fiber. Because it it withstood a car. the weight of a car. Yeah. Yeah, and so the car tire drove over. It would have it would have snapped his neck. It would have just completely. De- it probably would have decapitated him. Honestly, yeah, the vision's pretty insane. The other good thing was that um, Max Verstappen's sort of drive shaft stopped working, and so that rear wheel that hit Hamilton's head stopped spinning. Oh. so that was also very lucky. I thought that was, was stationary slow mo. No, no, oh. it literally it stopped turning in the air, and wow. so. But if it was spinning really fast and hit his head, like it would have it would have shot his head forward. Huh. So that was another lucky thing. But, yeah, that was a pretty crazy crash. Dan um, Ricciardo wins. McLaren's first win since, oh, like, 2003 or something, like 2007. Uh, 2010 when Lewis Hamilton was driving for McLaren, I think. Is he an old McLaren driver? Yep. Yeah. Wow. I think he was the last involved in the last one-two of McLaren in 2010. Because uh, Daniel's teammate, Norris, mm. second. Do you like Norris? I Is do. It? really like Lando Norris. He's the future of the F1. He's actually a bit like you. He's very nice, like such a nice guy. Yeah, I, I I like watching him play games as well online. He's a streamer, bit of a streamer. Is he? Yeah, he's what does hilarious. he play? Uh, you know, all the, the classics. Like what? Yeah, Call of Duty and so stuff. Do you like watching him? Like what do you yeah, watch? Yeah, but like it's, I mean, you know, watch him for him as opposed to the game. Anyway, so that was that was a good weekend. It was good. F1. Right, so um, that back to footy, right? So the prelim finals were last weekend. Uh, we had two we had two stinkers, to be really honest. Mm. Um, we had Melbourne absolutely decapitate, as we talk about decapitating uh, Lewis Hamilton. They decapitated Geelong, and that, would, it, that was about as good as I've seen a team play ever. Yep. They were completely on. Max Gordon kicks five goals. He's snapping goals. He's kicking goals on the run from 60. Like He's never done that in his career. Yeah. And they put together this perfect game. Geelong played poorly, and it was just a absolute annihilation. Yeah. The next day, um, Port Adelaide. Before we go to the next yeah. day, though, yeah. Um, I didn't think you were allowed to enjoy Melbourne winning because you said once that um, there was some – what was the phrase? That there was a – 
Oh, mental, mental demons. Mental demons. Mental scars. Mental scars. I that's s- it. Okay, so I still stand by this. There's, there, in fact, I actually take a lot of claim for how Melbourne played on the weekend. <laughs> because, no, honestly, if you're a player and you your last game was a prelim final, um, you're sorry, your last final at that ground was a prelim final that you lost embarrassingly, didn't kick a goal till after half time. There is no doubt, no, no stone unturned. There is. A hundred percent chance that they either spoke about it, thought about it, addressed it, used it as motivation. Mm-hmm. They would have had mental scar, like a mental scar from it. A hundred percent. Everyone took that as on social anyway. I got a lot of nice feedback from some Melbourne supporters um, yeah, over right. the weekend. Everyone took it as me saying Melbourne weren't going to win. Yeah, I thought Melbourne going to win. Yeah, I th- you, you. I mean, you've been saying that for a few weeks, yeah. and you actually, I think you've been you've been saying that Melbourne good chance of the flag. But 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 me bringing it up, I'm sure they definitely spoke about me personally, and I yeah, I take a lot of claim for them actually getting to the grand final. There you go. Um, while I was at that game, again, we don't really have to talk about the other game. The other game was again Bulldogs smashing Port Adelaide. Yep, all over Melbourne Geelong. Right, so I went and I worked six uh, PR, called the game, and um, they did an outside broadcast before the game. Mm. And so I was watching everyone stream into the game. Yep. There was some – because it's in Perth, it's Melbourne, Geelong. Yeah. I was interested to see what people would be wearing. Mm. Would they be in Melbourne gear? Would they be in Geelong gear? Yep, 50-50 split. You'd think they'd be the two options. Of course. That's who's playing. I saw I, I saw a high percentage of people mm. wearing different colours, whether yep. it be Fremantle, West Coast, like, you know, Richmond, Hawthorne. Like, why? I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. So I do, because I do too. I, because I work right near the stadium, people often park in East Perth and they, they walk. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw a couple dressed head to toe, hat, scarf, polo, and that's probably as far as the toes go in terms of, <laughs> in terms of team gear, in Eagles gear. Why? I don't know. You're not going – like, absolutely, Eagles are playing. Wear absolutely everything you have. Paint your face for like a – but when you're not when you're not going to watch – those that team you can't support them and wear the gear like that it's embarrassing i went to the um i went to the dreamtime game at perth stadium yes uh essendon richmond Richmond. while i was there i made a a conscious effort to start counting the amount of teams represented by fans and i think i counted 12 teams why someone was wearing a greater western sydney jersey like who even owns one of those (laughs) Firstly, <laughs> secondly, why are you wearing it to Richmond v Essendon? Dan's fired up. <laughs> I was. I text. I text you through the week, and I was like, "We have to talk about this because uh, I, if you do it, I, I, look, no judgment. Like, well, you ju- no, 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 no full judgment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you what to do or what not to do. Okay, but you got to give me a reason. But don't, why. Wear, but don't wear your colours opposing games. What? Do you, okay, oh, okay, I'll play as devil, devil's advocate. Okay. I don't mind it. People are just going to the footy. They're, they're big West Coast fans. We're in Perth. They're going to see different teams. They're going to see Melbourne teams play. They want to show their support. They don't want to rock up to the game in Melbourne. Like, what are you going to? Would you prefer them to wear all black? Is that what you prefer? Don't just don't try. Just wear what you're going to wear if you're going out with your with your mates. Yeah. So don't, so don't wear colours. No, and like, but, but maybe they want to get into the spirit of the game. Well, then go buy. It's twenty five bucks. Go buy a scarf. Okay. From one of the teams. But maybe they don't want to support or, another team. But they or, just okay, want, to, they want to get into the footy spirit. You're an NFL fan. I am. You know the have you the famous image of Rob Lowe sitting in the crowd wearing an NFL hat? No. Do you know Rob Lowe? Yes. Yeah, so there's this great image of him um you know, hitting the characters he plays on TV shows. He's always like this, you know, very neutral guy. 
and there's this great image of him, yeah, sitting in a crowd. Yeah, Charlie's Charlie's got it up. He's just an <laughs> he's at a football game <laughs> wearing an NFL logo hat. Right. Like, just so, wear an AFL hat. So it's a when you say an NFL hat, it is the logo logo of the yeah, NFL. He's so just there for football. It'd be like wearing a hat like AFL. Yeah, the AFL he's logo. Dead serious as well. <laughs> Can you put that on social, please, Charlie? <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. I, I was going to ask: Does this extend? this phenomenon mm. to you go down the shops, you just mind your own business in IGA yeah. and someone's wearing an, an Eagles jacket or an Eagles polo. No, that's fine. No. You got no, spot see, I, no okay. So I, I was playing devil's advocate before and I actually yeah. don't like the wearing opposing teams. I personally, uh, maybe it's because, you know, I've played for West coast and I notice it more, but I just cannot under, like, why are you wearing your Eagles polo? Cause you're, down you're the proud shops? of your team. You like no, your no, team. No, 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 no. No, it doesn't make any sense. I'm for it. Because whenever I used to wear that, it was like I'd be going to work, I'd be going to the game, I'd be going to a function. It's a uniform. Yeah. So that's why I guess I'm trying to say if if someone was wearing a uniform from your work out in public, you'd be like, what are you doing, mate? That's that's how I look at it. When I right. see West Coast okay. stuff, like people wearing hat, I like a hat. Yeah. Show, okay. your, show your support with a hat. Mm. Rain jacket. Like the zip-up jacket? No, absolutely what not. What about day after a win? Absolutely not. Really? Oh, you don't play for the team. No. You've got to support your team. Yeah, just support them. Just support them. Just support I, um, them in your head. <laughs> this is funny, actually. So in 2016, I was at an op shop, and I um, I think it was about a week before the grand final. already knew who was in the grand final. I found a Western Bulldogs Guernsey. Wow. Uh, looked brand almost brand new. Wow. So I bought it because I was like, Bulldogs are in the grand final. My, I've got a mate that goes for the Bulldogs. So I'm going to buy this and wear it on the day. The next day, I wore it out after the grand final. <laughs> I went to the shops. It doesn't surprise and, me. And there was that many people that were like, congrats, mate. And I was like, thanks, buddy. Oh. <laughs> I was fully claiming it. Um, and I'm also very happy because when I go to the grand final next weekend, I'm going to be wearing my Bulldogs Guernsey. Uh, are you? Yeah, yeah, of course. Got to support the thing. You, you don't have tickets. I at this point, when you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to have tickets in my hand. I'm excited. I'd like to, I'd like a post of uh, Rob Lowe wearing his NFL hat, <laughs> yeah. followed by your your tickets. Yep. Please, Charlie. You're a Freo supporter, aren't you, Charlie? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how long have you been a Freo supporter? And why did you start going for Freo? Oh, it's actually a funny story. Oh, it better be funny. You can't start a story like that. <laughs> no, so uh, it would have been Oz Kick when I was about five or six. Dad picks me up. Yep. Uh, it, I think it would have been one of my first Oz Kick sessions. Yeah. And I say to Dad, all my friends are Eagles supporters. I want to be an Eagles supporter. He takes me to the shop to get a Guernsey and he picks up off the rack a Docker's Guernsey and he goes, do you want this one, Charlie? And I go, yeah. <laughs> and Docker's, Docker's fan since. You're kidding. That's how Is your dad a Docker supporter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. So dad, has he <laughs> he's tricked me into it and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> That's very good. I kind of get a bit jealous of Freo fans now because West Coast have had a lot of... Um, They've had a lot of success, right? And and it's been the club's been built around success. But I feel like Frio aren't that far away from succeeding in a premiership. And it'd be pretty cool to have been a fan for a long time and see their first premiership because it will come. It's not just let's not be let's be what, what is it the champagne set with it Chardonnay Chardonnay cheese boards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, sure. Like Frio Frio will win their first premiership in the next decade probably. And it'll be a bloody, so. it'll be a bloody good time to be a Freo supporter. Great day. Like fir- first flag. How is, good. Is there a chance West Coast would win one before Frio? Of course there is. But if you ask me um, who's going to win one before, I think Frio. 
Um, I think they've got a. I think they've got higher quality youngsters. Um, they'll probably need to get it done with Fifey in the team. So that probably limits them to the next four years because mm. after that, Fifey's done. I think you need to do it with Fifey. You need Sean Darcy as your ruckman, and then that young brigade of midfielders in about two, three years. You'll be firing Charlie. Don't worry about that. Now, before we go to a break, oh, you got something for me? I got something for you. Okay. We talked in detail last week about Lockie Neal. Yes. And then the next day, oh, Lockie Neal funny. comes out. Hey, guys. Hey, Brisbane fans. Looking forward to the next couple of years. <laughs> what did we speak about last week? We said that um, Lockie Neal was coming to WA. Yeah. yeah. And I, oh, sorry. Yeah. And then, yeah, I said that maybe he might go to West Coast. Yeah. You alluded to that in our, in our little Patreon exclusive. Um, and then he has now – I mean, I'm not saying he, he changed his mind. No, no, he fully changed his mind. From what I've heard, it was like a done deal that they were coming home and then something's happened, as in the pressure's been put on by Brisbane or – By his – the ex- feeling of – Externally, public. whatever, yep, yep. And he's backflipped. Okay. He's fully backflipped. So um, that was a funny one to follow. Yeah. Because, yeah, he fully backflipped and he's done the exact – that's a perfect example of what he did. Oh, good day, fans. Uh, just letting you know, fully committed to the club. Yeah, really excited about the next couple of years for the club. Uh, next yeah. 12 months because that's when you're contracted to Lockie and then you're going to throw that in their face and you come back to Freo. He'll be back. Don't worry about that. Okay. Now, it's the Brownlow this weekend. Mm, love the Brownlow. So I got sick last week. I was um, in Pemberton doing some charitable work. Oh. What? Yeah, okay, sorry, keep going. I've got something to ask you. Keep going. Ask me now. Coaching. Have you done that yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. yeah. How did it go? Uh, it was really heavy. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was really hard. Um, to, lot, to, lo- to lot of, nah, I didn't, didn't coach. I pre- I presented at the end of the day. Um, three teams. There was a lot of people grieving. Right. It's It, it was it was difficult. Okay. It was good to be down there though and support people. Right, good. so I, I did that. I got really sick that night. And not like, um, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I used to do it a bit when I was younger get really um, like the chills and it feels like your skin's crawling and I started hallucinating. Mm, I love that. Yeah. You know, like that sort of sickness. Yeah, yeah. Had um, that the other, like four months ago when I had hand, foot, mouth disease. My God, hope you fucking cleared that up, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, with you around time. That, yeah, that happened and in my hallucinating state, I was thinking about back chat and thinking about things to talk about. Yeah. And I thought about the Brownlow medal. Yeah, good. And then I thought, I remember this time... There was an award ceremony in Melbourne. I believe it was the AFLPA Awards. And, um, you know, it's not a Brownlow medal, but it's there's a lot of good players that go to it. They held it in Melbourne. Anyway, went, free to, meal. went to the event, free meal, free alcohol. Yeah, so good. they've opened the free alcohol at the end of the night, and it's a three-hour free bar from 9 till 12. Dangerous. Like, we're on here. I've got all my mates living in Melbourne, and I say, boys, put a suit on. I'll just get you in. Just put a suit on, though, because everyone's in a tux. Mm. And... If you wear that, I'll just say you play for Sydney. Like, no one knows who anyone is. Yeah, of course. So three of my best mates came down. I just walked out, walked, went to the toilet, brought them back in, walked in, free drinks for three hours, ended up on a blackjack table with um <laughs> with Goodsy, actually. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Had great. a good one, a shitload of money and yeah, started good. handing out $100 bills. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I digress. It got me thinking about the Brownlow medal this year. Yeah. Yep. We've got a lot of footy fans as followers. We've got a great following here at Backchat. And I thought, wouldn't it be funny... If I threw this challenge out, can you sneak into the Brownlow? Mm. It's never going to be in Perth ever again, right? This is this is what I'm thinking. It's going to be a bit more difficult because in Melbourne, it's at Crown, right? And it's difficult to control. There's 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 random public coming in and out. Yep. It's difficult to see who's coming in and out. Optus Stadium, 
Um, and you've got a, you've got the entire league sending players to it. Yeah, so Optus Stadium. Apparently, there's 800 people going, but Optus okay. Stadium is pretty well um, fenced. Yeah, yeah. Right, so you're going to have to get through a level of fencing. But I believe if there's any listeners out there that like taking on a couple of risks and are up for a good story and you want us to share it on back chat, because I bloody will. I'll mm. ride this home like it's never been ridden home before. I think if you... Uh, uh, there's a couple of things. I think you need to sneak into the Brownlow. That's my challenge. Sneak into the Brownlow. It's never coming back here ever again. It's okay. your one and only chance. That's my challenge. This is how you do it. You've got to wear full full tux, full black tie. Okay. You've got to have a partner, female partner, done up properly. Like Ball gown. Yeah, you need to go full out because mm-hmm. the only way you're going to trick any security guards or anyone at all is being fully committed. You, you can't just part. rock up in a T-shirt and go, oh, sorry, I lost my ticket, man. Like, <laughs> you need to be fully doled up as if you're going to the Brownlow. And you probably get a roll in about halfway through, I reckon. Um, just when, you know, there'll be high levels of security at the start. They'll be checking tickets. That, But sort of like maybe not halfway through, maybe a quarter of the way through. If you went to Optus Stadium mm. and you went to the gates and you were, you know, just say – Pick a player that you look like. Yep. And you're with your partner who's completely doled up. No one's turning you away. I'm telling you right now, it's it's the law of, not a law of attraction, but just a, a law of why would they be here in a tuxedo and fully doled up? Like, you're not just going to walk up to stadium. They're, you're not going to be there sneaking into the brown line. Yeah, no one's just walking off the street no. to up to stadium. This is my challenge. Okay. Sneak into the brown low medal. Okay. Backchat will sponsor you, and it'll be a bloody great story for the bloody ages. Yeah, it will be. It may, it what do you think, think about that? I love it. It makes me think we should have probably applied for media passes. There's some media going, for mm. sure. This is this is another thing I was just thinking of. Maybe you should send them that um, document that Charlie read before. <laughs> and just Screen, send, Screenshot of it. Send them your um, titles. Print it out on a piece of paper. Backchat. What, what does it say? Backchat what? Backchat host. Oh, yeah. co-host or just host? It says host. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Weight bearer. Um. <laughs> I was thinking because they all they also are doing the virtual part. Yeah, uh, we could actually. Yeah, sorry, keep going. Could we get the login for the Zoom? Yes, that that would be easy. Yeah, that would be easy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and 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 like um, be decked out and pretend that we're. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, okay, so we'll challenge ourselves to have some involvement in the Brownlow Medal. We could really we could rock up with a bunch of equipment and just be like we're media. We've got our yeah. passes. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Will Schofield. You know who I am. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not fucking around here. Yeah. I'll say I'm Dan Carson, host. <laughs> you send it, we read it. You send an email um, and we'll discuss it on the podcast. I think it's a good good way to interact with fans. If you want to send it in, uh, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Thank you to a couple of the fans that alerted me to the fact that the email link was not working on the website. Oh. Whoever made the website, that's me. Uh, so that is fixed. So you can go through the website. You can go through our Instagram channel. Instagram is backchat underscore podcast. Twitter <laughs> is backchat underscore pod. Reddit is r forward slash backchat. Now, this wasn't an email. We're going to start with this. R slash backchat podcast. Yeah. So this was not a email, but mm. I this tweaked my interest a little bit. Um, this is from Charlie. Who is this from? I forgot to. Kit Lucy From Neve Walsh. This is from Neve Walsh. This is from Neve Walsh. Yeah, this is from Neve Walsh, Dan. You're reading this one out, mate. Okay. Uh, back chat. <laughs> yes, well done. Just wanted to say I'm listening to you from all the way from Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm. 
in the US. Mm-hmm. I'm on a track and field scholarship here, and my favorite thing to listen to when I'm on the run is just the best podcast out there. Back chat. Yes. I'm trying to get everyone here to get on the footy bandwagon, but they love their college football here. Once I successfully uh, got them on the AFL bandwagon, once I successfully get them on the AFL bandwagon, next is the Back Chat podcast bandwagon. Okay. It's a good bandwagon to be on. Yes. So pumped that you are the podcast of the Grandy. <laughs> we forgot about that. We are the, the official. The official. The, un- the unofficial or official? No, no, we are. The official. We claimed it. Grand final podcast. I don't think any other podcast claimed it. No, welcome. Um, yeah, so very good, Nave. I just was a bit excited about that. And like Nebraska. Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, yep. Listening along. You know, I could have. No, no, could have. I hate that. Oh, I could have played AFL, mate. Got injured. Um, didn't want yeah. to. Do it. I, when I was younger, was mm. an eight hundred runner, and yeah. I had to choose between mid distance athletics and footy mm. when I was sixteen. Um, Neve, eight hundred runner. Mm. So, um, at the time, there was this tour going to Europe, and they're going to compete all through Europe, and then at the end of it, there was a college um, scholarship. Probably Lincoln America. What, like up for grabs? Yeah. yeah. Oh, anyone that went on the tour, basically you did well enough over there, you get a college scholarship. Yeah, good. And at the same time, Geelong Falcons footy squad was trying out. And I was nowhere near getting – I was not a good footy player. I was a good runner. Mm. And that sort of helped me at footy. But it, that's what – like I was going to Europe to run. And I had to choose between going to Europe and running, which was – like I was far more chances of succeeding in than playing footy. But I liked – Playing with my mates, mm. playing footy. So I went and tried that, and it turned out okay. Yeah. Neve riding in saying she's an eight hundred runner of scholarship. I was like, "Geez, I'm a bit jealous." I, like at times, I'm like, "Geez, I wish I did that." Maybe I could have done that for three years and then come back and play AFL. I would have done both. Maybe. Hi, Neve. <laughs> we do appreciate you riding in, and I just thought it'd be nice to shout out. Yeah, to Lincoln, other Nebraska, living outside of Perth. Mm, good. Um, Kit, Kit Lusev. Hi, Kit. Okay. Hey, fellas, just upgraded to the Patreon now. Thanks, Kit. Now that you finally learnt to pronounce it properly. Thanks, Kit. Will, there's a famous story about Dean Cox rocking up to the West Coast training. Oh, I, did, I said it wrong. Will, there's a famous story. Of course you said it wrong. <laughs> Will, there's a famous story about Dean Cox rocking up to West Coast training and getting beaten by Scott Cummings in the time trial. When you think back at your time at the club, who's a player that you can think of that made you think, this kid, uh, this kid has no hope yet ended up turning into a good player. Conversely, who's a player that you knew from day one would turn into a star? Regards, Kit Lusev. Um, I mean, the obvious one in my time was Jez McGovern. So he rocked up. I don't think I introduced myself to Govan until about year three. Um, <laughs> so he just, playing like 10 metres apart? Nah, like he wasn't playing ones. Like he, was, he wasn't good enough. But he used to say he was. He used to roll around the club saying, put him in the ruck, put him forward, he'll just... He'll be in all Australian, and everyone used to laugh at him because he was pudgy. He was out of shape, didn't work hard enough, wasn't consistent enough, could do some things, but just he didn't look like he was going to make it. It got to the stage where uh, Simo pulled him into his office and said, you're not fit enough, like you've come back absolute disgrace from the off-season. You're banned from the club. Go and train away from the club until you get fitter. Right. And so Martin Nikoski... Um, a development coach at the club took him away one on one every morning. Had to be out of the club before any players got in. So he used to be training at six a.m. He bought a bike. He'd ride from his house to the club and back again. Lost a shitload of weight, and twenty fifteen started playing regular footy. 
alongside me, Mitch Brown, Eric McKenzie went down, and we were the only two remaining key backs. So I taught him everything he knows. I won him every All Australian he ever won, and uh, turned him into a great player. There you go. But de- he was the one, Jesse McGovern. Like he was a long way from it. Mm. But now look at him. He's the most paid player at West Coast, probably the top five in the whole AFL, and multiple All Australian winner. He's la- laughing, player. laughing all the yeah, Premiership player. He's laughing all the way to the bank. There you go. And the player that you knew from day one would be a star. Um, Luke Shuey. Yeah. Yeah, Luke Shuey was just a gun as a youngster. Then he got um, he had glandular fever in his first year. His sister passed away at the end of his first year. He just had a rough couple of years, and he then came in and started playing some footy in his second year and just. Was just always a gun. He's one of those guys who was just good at everything. Yeah, I hate like, them. Yeah, I hate them. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hate I, them. I can play footy, but I'm not very good at golf or tennis. He mm. would be good at everything. Yeah. There's been a few guys like that, actually. Dean Cox is one of those guys. Mark Lacroix is one of those guys. They're good at everything. Mm. Andrew Embley, pretty good. Just frustrating. Really frustrating humans. Yeah. Uh, good question, Kit. Thank you. Sean, um, thanks for writing in. Hey, back chat boys. Loving the show. I was wondering what the pool of WA players to come back home. <clears throat> I was wondering. Oh my God. <laughs> what is, are you unwell? Yeah, no, no, I'm fine. I was wondering, what is the pool of WA players to come back home? I always secretly hoped Buddy would come back and play for the Eagles. Never happened. And now I'd love to see Aaron Norton in an Eagles jumper. Any chances, you think? Question mark. Do you want to address that real quick? Uh, Aaron Norton won't be coming to play for West Coast. I'm sorry, Sean. Um, if anything, I mean, he played for Peel, so... Yeah, that, Frio. Frio I mean, I mean, West, both Western teams will be looking at him going, geez, why don't we pick him up? Um, Oscar Allen was in that draft as well. So West Coast got Oscar Allen. You'd be happy with Oscar. Mm. Uh, also, I host a show every second Wednesday of the month at Luke Lane Underground in Maylands called Good Question. Okay, that sounds good. Promising. It's a combo of what I lie to you, Spicks oh. and Specs and Hard Quiz, plus a few other game shows, and it's been going great, but I'd love to get a sportsman or two on. That well, there's two of us here. <laughs> <laughs> so and, far. and you, Dan. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that sounds like an amazing quiz, like game show. Okay. Would I lie to you? Do you know that, do you know that yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. That's one of the all time. Combine that with Spicks and Specs, all time. Hard quiz, all time. Great. Yeah. So far, we've had some great guests, including comedians, actors, makeup artists. Our last two shows, we had people who worked on Infinite, Infinity Gauntlet. What the excellent. hell is Infinity Not Gauntlet, Sean? And Musos, but no sports people yet. Love, uh, I'd love to get you on, Scoey, and I, I know you meant me as well, Dan, and test your knowledge on films, music, and whatever bullshit I think it's interesting at the time. Or, if you know any other players, current ex, Waffle, or other, that would be keen, I'd love to have a chat. Thanks again, gents. Looking forward to hearing from yeah, you soon. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, Sean, happy to... I mean, Dan, he did not ask you, mate. I'd actually nah. like to, if you'll have a Sean, I'd like Dan and I to go on together and compete against each other. That's <laughs> yeah, actually... I'll leave that as a caveat. I'd like to go on, but Dan has to be another member. <laughs> and you have to really pump him up and his celebrity status as well. You have to make him more famous than I am. That'd be hard. And I will very much enjoy that. Yeah, okay. Right, that's uh, You Send It, We Read It. Uh, great segment. If you want to sponsor that. Please get in touch. And um, also, if you want to get involved next week with you send it, we call it. Oh, yeah. We chat about it. Yeah, so put that <laughs> in emails. Or I guess, yeah, don't put it on um, don't put it on Instagram. Don't no. put it in social media. Don't put your number on no, social media. But if you want to private message us or you want to um, email us through your number and you want to, you want to call. Give us, tell us what you want to talk about. It'll be Wednesday, probably 8.30, 9 Ish. o'clock. So you've got to kind of be available at that time, but we'd love to have a chat. Yep. Um, now, we're, well, I... Uh, I've kind of been neglecting this um, 
this segment a little bit over the last couple of weeks. We've been busy. We've been moving studio. We've been, trying to, get, been trying to get a microphone for Charlie. Um, Dan's challenge. Just still waiting for number three. We've done two of those. Uh, oh, wait. Okay, I've got to tell you. Been give, giving prelim tickets away. And we are here. Social media. The greatest ever podcast segment in the world. What do you want? Before, before we get to social media. Right. The last dance challenge we did was we called up... Driver the, numbers? Yeah, we called up um, Transport oh, yeah. WA. Oh, demerit points. And we checked how many demerit points we, we yep. both had. Yep, yep. You oh. had, I don't know, counts. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. been a bad boy. What, yeah. You had zero. Sure. I had zero, so I won that. <laughs> I thought I'd just let you know in the, rules. the space between then and now, I think I'm up to six. Ooh, <laughs> someone's been a naughty boy. Yeah, had two of the same three-point things. What? Anyways. What did you do? Both, I think I got a little eager with the red light. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I think both times I thought I was in the clear and got done on, on cameras. So wow. I'm up to six. So I'm, I'm climbing back. All right, we've got a few to get through here. We might not get through them all, but we'll... Uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. Matt, oh my God, come on, Will. Matt Cutback, big time listener, underscore. How are you, mate? Scoey, have you ever given a journal a spray for asking a stupid or personal question? Dan, have you been on the receiving end of a bad reception, uh, da- a bad reaction to a question you've asked as a journo? Uh, Will hanging shit on you for not being able to read the questions on this show doesn't count, which I've just done. <laughs> now, okay, well, we may as well start social media with Media Watch, right? There's a couple from that we missed out earlier on the show. The, yeah. uh, the first one, which is hilarious. Um, uh, do you want to play a bit of audio here? Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, okay. So um, the first one, which just brought a bloody smile to my face. Um Tony Armstrong, he's been uh, appointed as the ABC sports reader. Um, it's a big job. Uh, you're reading off a teleprompter, so you kind of um, you got to be right on your game. You can't stuff up words. Dan would just be a horrible newsreader. Just it would be the worst because it's live TV teleprompter. You wait, make one mistake, and you don't have a lot of room to fix it up. Now. Mm. This happened to Tony, and look, before you hear it, I don't think he could have handled this any better than he did. That's my point. Yeah, he nailed it. Here's Tony Armstrong. Just one cricket hit before we go, because it is looming. Australian skipper Tim Payne is set to undergo neck surgery, but medical staff remain confident that the veteran will be fit for the ashes. Payne has a bulging dick that has been... Disc that has been... That's a funny one. Has been causing him pain in his neck and left arm, and the injury has not responded to treatment. Payne says he will be ready to go by the first test against England, which begins on the 8th of December. The test captain is likely to miss most of Tasmania's pre-Ashes Sheffield Shield games. I'm going to throw to you very quickly, Michael. Bulging what? Disc. Disc. I said disc. That's what, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Gonna... <laughs> oh, mate. You could just hear it in his voice that he's trembling and trying to get to the end of his read. He couldn't have handled it better because... You would know, Dan. You've been on radio a bit, Charlie. I mean, you've, this is your first experience, and let's be honest, you didn't start very well, but you've warmed <laughs> into it. Now, when you stuff something up and you're live, you can go two ways. You can freeze, mm. and it makes it a lot worse. Yep. Because then everyone's like, what did he say? Oh, Hard to recover. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, what's he done? Oh, he's really stuffed up here. This yep. is hilarious. Or you can do what Tony did and just laugh about it. Just own it. He didn't, make, he didn't mean to say bulging dick. But he did. He did. It's exactly what he said. And it's bloody hilarious that Tim Payne has a bulging dick causing him pain in his neck. <laughs> but he laughed about it. He moved on. I just thought it was well handled. And like a little bit of hats off Media Watch for Tony Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Right, big this, fan of Tony. Yeah, this, I'm big a big fan, fan of, of your Tony. voice. I'm a big fan <laughs> of yours. You leave that in there. Let's like. go. Uh, now, the second one, John Ralph. So this is a bit answering uh, Matt Cupack's question, have you ever given a general spray? 
for asking a stupid or personal question. So John Ralph on Twitter, um, did you pull this up at all, Charlie? Okay. So John Ralph on Twitter put an image up. Um, do you have his initial tweet that he he tw- tweeted? So, as far as I can tell, the initial tweet tweet was a Fox Footy tweet. Yep. Uh, which you then responded to, and he also responded to. What was the first tweet though? Uh, this this triggered me a lot. So um, have you given me general spray for asking a stupid question? Yes. Did on the weekend. John Ralph, head writer for the Herald Sun. How many Port players like Riley Bonner just floating through the game? You must put your body on the line and at least halve the contest. Game over. He put a piece of uh, vision um, next to it where Riley Bonner was trailing his man into a contest. The ball went to the um, you know, middle of the pack. Riley Bonner sort of tailed out, um, didn't get it, and sort of held balance. Look, it wasn't a great decision, but it wasn't him being soft. I've seen him put his head over the ball. Um, I just found it so rich. People were critical of my um, aggressiveness towards Ralphie. I came back and said, keep the commentary to a broad nature, Ralphie. You're a journalist singling out of players not in your wheelhouse. Mm. Some people took that as me saying, um, and Ralphie did as well, that unless you're a player, you can't criticise people. Yeah, sure. I was trying to say, don't be, don't be so critical of people. It's a bloody hard game with uh, quick decisions to be made. You don't need to. You don't need to single out players like that. that. That's not analysis. Especially highlighting just one play. It's not analysis. People are what he's not allowed to analyze the game. That's not analysis. That's just being a dickhead, and he does it regularly. And I called him out, and he wasn't happy about it. Um, I then <laughs> I followed up with serial offender Ralphie Cheap Seater, um, uh, and yeah, he gave me a bit of feedback. He asked me what the parameters were. Well, you know, what am I allowed to do? Kind of being sarcastic, and I said, you can do whatever you want. Maybe don't be a dickhead. Mm. Didn't say that, but. That, that's what it was. And so, yeah, to answer your question, Matt, I'd have one on the weekend. It pisses me off when um, journalists or anyone, even if it was a player, if it was a player, I think I'd be yeah, – I, like, I don't like people being critical of actions on field, whether it be getting reported or, you know, as Ralphie said, not putting his head over the ball. It's too hard to determine what's going on out there. Mm. You don't actually know. So do your analysis. Talk about Port Adelaide as a team. Talk about dif- you can talk about different players. I just – Find a bit rich calling people out from sitting on the couch. It's a lot easier doing that. Mm. Yeah. The only experience to answer this part of the question for me was I used to um, interview Andy Stewart quite a lot. Who's he's that? Who's he, that? He's the um, recently inducted into the WA Basketball Hall of Fame. Perth Lynx coach was a Perth Wildcats assistant coach during championships. Coached one game for the Wildcats uh, when Trevor Gleeson was sick. Um, he used to deliberately, during in live interviews and stuff, um, stitch me up. I would ask him a question, and you'd be like, he'd he would challenge me straight away. He would he'd try and make me stumble on right. questions. Right. That's but you know, I've never copped a spray. Mm. Um, I don't know if I think I never got to interview like Ross Lyon. I think he would be. I oh, would that'd be intimidating. Yeah, he's always been the guy where journo's would ask a question, and he straight up would just tell you bad question next. <laughs> so <laughs> never copped yeah. that. Nah, I mean, I'd like to give that back to journalists. They don't cop that enough, in my opinion. Mm. That's how I think about it. Um, Gavro underscore five four three. In twenty seventeen, Revolt had a sing after the grand, after the grand final. Gents, what would be your ultimate band and song to sing along with after a win? <sighs> you reading emails well would be <laughs> that would be a great finish for a grand final. Now, uh, look, Foo Fighters for mine. There goes my hero. So what is it? Yeah, good song. Yeah, something like that, like a bit of a sing-along. Yeah. Bit of a build-up, bit of a crescendo. Mm. You got something? I'd maybe go um, like 
Kiss from a Rose by Seal. <laughs> oh, that would be good. <laughs> Charlie, what do you got? Oh, I was thinking Paul Kelly. Oh, yeah. I go. thought you'd be a bit more um, Gen X than that. Like, you know. Oh, I, I could have gone that way. What? Give me, give me some which, modern. Which Kelly song? Oh, no, no. Make it. Oh, no. Nah. Okay. Yeah, good. Okay, yeah. let's. Okay, we'll give you that as a normal you, one. You what wanna, about someone modern? You want a Gen X one? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Skeggs. Skeggs would be good. Oh, yeah. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Whom? <laughs> Surf band from Byron. Oh, very good. Yeah, okay. That would not go down with a grand final. Stefan <laughs> underscore 1039. What do you see as the difference between a milkshake and a thick shake? I have a strong opinion. I have strong opinions on this, which I would not, which I will not reveal. However, I am keen to hear the discussion. What's wrong with you? I don't know. No, it's written perfectly. I've been working all day. Um, you've what? Be, you've, you've been you've working. Been all day. working. You said win working. All day. <laughs> um, okay, I've had some thoughts about the thick shake and milkshake. I'm I think about it. You go first. Okay, I think for me, milkshake, you chuck a little bit of ice cream in at the bottom to keep it creamy. With a thick shake, I reckon you're putting a lot more um, ice cream. And I'd say also with a thick shake from you know, McDonald's and stuff, they're using soft serve ice cream. This is an easy one and you've butchered it. Milkshake is just milk and flavour. Thick shake has ice cream. That's the difference. Nah. No, 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 Milkshakes have ice cream too. You want to Google this, Charlie? Have you got an opinion <laughs> on it? it? Have you got an opinion on it? Oh, I would say, yeah. Uh, but I You'd think a milkshake right. does have a little yeah. bit of ice cream. Has a little bit of ice cream. Please present me that. Thick shakes have, have soft serve. You know what makes things thick is ice. Like the actual ice, rather than ice cream. If you put ice into a milkshake, it'll make it a thick shake. Okay. Nah, that's gross. Here's the first thing that'll come out. This is from brainly.id. What do you want, Reddit? Yeah, I've on Reddit? always trust those websites. <laughs> a co- milkshake, a cold drink made of milk. Oh! A sweet flavouring such as fruit or chocolate and typically ice cream oh, whisked fuck. until it is frothy. Oh, fuck my life. Thick shake, a beverage consisting of milk and ice cream mixed together, often with other flavourings as well. So I'm pretty sure so they just the said same the same thing, thing <laughs> twice. Yeah, it's more, more thick. I think it's ratios. What makes something thick? Bulging dicks. Uh, Evan <laughs> underscore Rhett. Dan, <clears throat> who would you like to see perform at the grand final? Uh, if I have my choice, yeah, I'll go with the easy option of Australian Gang of Youths. That'd be a good one. Oh, yeah. I think they performed at the NRL grand final. Oh, um, be good. But I have, apparently it's going to be Birds of Tokyo. <laughs> Who's it actually? That's what I've heard. Is it actually? Like That's what I've seen, heard. Are they going to the West Coast theme song? Probably. Hang on. We need to address back chat at social media. Isn't it <laughs> going to be Isn't it be Borat? Isn't it going to be Sasha Baron Cohen? As Freddie Mercury. As Freddie Mercury. Is that not, legit? Not as Borat. So he... Not he, as Ali G. That would be hilarious if Ali G rot out. So apparently he has enrolled... Him and Isla have rolled his three, enrolled his three kids into a school in Perth for the next three months. So they're living in Perth now for, for the yeah. next little while. So She's from Perth, Isla, isn't she? She is, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Supertramp underscore Bryce. G'day blokes. Another weird one. This may potentially just be what retirement is, but during your career, did you ever have an existential crisis where you lost motivation to care about, care about slash play footy? Personally, I found myself mid-game randomly start thinking about what's happening in Syria or climate change ah. or things along the lines of those, and suddenly the rest of the game felt irrelevant. Curious if you ever felt anything similar. Oh, I like... Um I like Bryce's uh, questions. He, um, he usually gets kind of deep. Uh, I think sometimes when there's been a lot happening off field, if you've got, I don't know, different, dealing with different things, it can go either way. It can either um, help focus you on the footy field and it just helps you forget about everything and footy's great for that, or it can go the way that Bryce is saying and you start thinking about other things. I've never felt like footy's like irrelevant or inconsequential. Mm. Always kind of 
get kind of into it. It's like the competitive side of it. I never, I, I can't remember too many times I've been in a competition where I haven't wanted to win it so bad that it doesn't matter what's happening outside of the competition. I just want to win it so bad. What would be the most random thought you've had on the footy field? <sighs> like, Mate, I wonder if, uh, I wonder if like, um, I don't get know. chunkies open this afternoon. I, I, I reckon I've thought about like, oh, I wonder if, wonder if we're going out tonight, or <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if we're allowed to have a drink tonight. Yeah, right. I reckon I've done that before. Yeah, post yeah, post game celebration. Definitely done that. A um, couple more. Uh, McGill dot Grant. Oh my goodness! Just brilliant. Imagine Borat coming out at halftime to tell us how nice the game is. <laughs> As spoken about Borat slash Ali G. <laughs> if he performed, that would be. Bloody hilarious. Chatty89. G'day, Scuzza and Dan. Remember, that's my nickname. Yeah, one of nine. What impact did Jets leave at the club? Um, you know what? This is the last one. Chatty89, this is the last question. Uh, I spoke about Jets often in the public. Um, I have said uh, regularly that he's the best player that I've ever played with, and people will challenge me, well, you've played with Brownlow Medalist, you've played with Ben Cousins, Chris Jard, Matt Prittis, but, but Lewis Jetta... Um, taught me not only about things on the footy field, so he was able to kick kicks that no one else has ever been able to do and never will be again. He's just the best kick of the footy. He could kick 60-metre lasers and 10 metres off the ground that no one has ever been able to do and no one will again. But his impact off the field, um, especially over 18, 17, 18, 19, his work with the Indigenous group at the footy club, he was a leader and he was able to teach me about connection to family, about respect for others, and for, you know, about about just loving your mates. He was a, he was a good teammate. So that's the sort of impact Lewis Jetta had on the club. And he's the sort of guy that I think West Coast have been missing the last year or so, mm. a, a culture player. He, he, look, I understand he may not have been the best player, most consistent, You're not winning Brownlow medals, but you need players like that at footy clubs. You need role players. You need people that influence culture and aren't just a big name on big money and they're going to win you the game. You need them, but you need you need the middlemen too. Mm. If you don't have middlemen, you're just going to end up with a list of highly paid individuals that have elite talent and you're going to have young guys that haven't quite learnt the ropes and you're going to have no one to teach them how to do it and you, you lose people. You lose the people aspect and the best footy clubs I've ever been involved in uh, or teams, should I say, is when the people is right. It's not the best team. Like, I played in better, um, more, more talented, talented teams yep. than 2018. Yep. 100%. But we won the flag. Mm. That's the way I look at it. Yep. So that's what Lewis Jetter is. Mm. The glue. He's a glue guy. Yeah, he's a glue guy. He's a middleman. He's a, he's a middleman management. You, you, can't, you can't just have CEOs rolling around and then first day kids because who's there to... Who's there to do the work? Mm. You don't have anyone to do the work. Yep. That would, um, he's, he, and he's been playing at the uh, Swan Districts as well. Yeah, they just not knocked out of finals. Yep. Waffle's been quite good this year. Mm. Now, we're getting towards the end of the back chat. Um, I just wanted to wish you luck on getting tickets, mate. Mm. It's, it's a yep. big, big moment. What, time's the, what time is the... 9.50 this morning. I, I would have jumped into a queue... With are you going to are you going to load multiple browsers? Are you going to have yep. multiple computers? Yes, I'm going to have my phone. I'm going to you have. You want me to try? Yeah, if you can, mm, I'll give you a credit card. I'll give you a credit card info. Yeah, I've already got tickets. Yeah. yeah, but this is for me. Ah. we're just talking about looking out for your mates. Yeah, just open up the browser, and if you get into a queue. Yeah, well, that's it. I think I might be able to do that. I'm sitting right yeah. here. We're, we're at my work, my place of work at HB Go, mm. a digital marketing agency. Yep. 
all of your online needs? All of them. Yep, including buying your grand final ticket. <laughs> all right, you. Charlie, it's been a pleasure, mate. Well done. Thank you so much. Yeah, first debut. It's, um, you know, like anyone, hopefully improve as we get going. <laughs> Oh, I got another. Room. There's plenty of room. One more fact for you. you oh, know, oh, oh, okay. Do you know that thick shakes are only an Australian thing? <laughs> just, just did some follow-up right. research. Really? They don't, it's they don't have that word. It's Aussie. Yeah. What do they have? They have smooth. They have malt shakes in the what state. What is that? You put oh, with, malt. with malt. Yeah, yeah that would yeah. make them thick. Yeah. You know uh, what? I reckon thick shake is just something that McDonald's came up with 20 years ago, and we've yeah. just started calling them thick shakes. You know what I think? What's that? My milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. Damn right. It's better than yours. I could teach you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.